Dane and Derek is an uncensored, unfiltered podcast. You can find content warnings in the episode description. Thank you for listening. Hey everyone, welcome back to Dane and Derek in our corner of the internet, our little, very little corner of the internet. My name is Derek, and this is a show where we talk about art, Dungeons and Dragons, life, and ma and more. Uh, you know, when when uh, you you do this intro, you, you do this like nice, like gentle introduction for people, and I really appreciate that because uh, I keep getting flashbacks to when um, I ran uh, the level one podcast. Oh yeah, uh, where. Our, our mutual friend Sam would uh, do like a sports center intro every time. Uh, and it was like a fun bit, but like, I was like, this is it's a lot of, it's a lot of energy at second one, um, you know? And so like every time I, you, you start talking, I think that I'm about to hear, hear that. And then I don't um, anyways, uh, I'm Dane. I'm a writer and a law student and a lover of many things. Uh, tabletop RPGs, pretty high among them. going to say, going to say that. Anyways, yeah. how are you doing today? I'm pretty good. It is soaking wet in Los Angeles. It is raining quite a bit. So um, I heard, yes. Yeah. yeah, we had flood warnings and I think one of the roads is out. <laughs> oh boy. So it's a... Uh, it's been an interesting uh, Monday when we're recording this. Um, otherwise, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say I'm well. I'm, I'm well. How about you? I'm pretty good. I'm 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 in a weird spot right now, definitely, in the sense of like, as we're recording this, not as this is being released. I am still in the midst of winter break between semesters, and I'm just in kind of like a weird like holding pattern. You know, I'm doing a lot of like fun stuff, but I'm not doing a lot of like really purposeful driven stuff outside of like writing and doing some prep work for the second semester of law school. But that's that's it. So I'm in a we I'm in a weird spot, not a bad spot, just a just very I feel like I'm in the waiting room for something. Yeah, you're itching to get to get out onto the field and play the ball game. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Good stuff um do you have a film update for us uh yeah film update um so i'm still working on that lookbook i did a uh i did a mock presentation with two of my friends and they gave me feedback on said lookbook um and i had to defend my my creative decisions uh specifically surrounding chicken and waffles uh which is a thing in the script um and Why, why did you have to defend that because they were curious why uh why chicken and waffles why not something else why not cheeseburgers or pancakes or chow mein or something you know like why chicken and waffles specifically and and what's your reason because it's a very strange food that many people could eat differently and in this case i wanted the mother and son character in my film to both really love this food but eat it very differently to kind of in ways that kind of reflect them as people um to kind of show the bond between them so yeah right right yeah oh, all right cool so 
Well, that was that. Of- I also just have a fascination with chicken and waffles. I had it for the first time last year. and Okay, wait. First time last year? Yeah. For the first time in my Damn. entire life, I had chicken and waffles. And right. I love chicken and waffles now. <laughs> um, Huge favorite of mine. Love it. Yeah. Such a good thing. In, in LA, we have hot chicken and waffles, which is mm, so good. Oh, yeah. Spicy oh, yeah. Food and syrup. Oh, can't can't resist. But yeah, so that's that's the update. I'm hoping to have... Well, I'm not hoping. Um, uh, my, uh, uh, my, yeah, my, my girlfriend made a production schedule for me. Um, <laughs> oh, and I have uh, like a, I guess a little under two weeks now to finish this lookbook, <laughs> so <laughs> I need to do that. Um, <laughs> you got you got to get on it. Yep, I got to get on it because now yeah. I have no excuse. Cause... No, no excuse, and. Uh girlfriend down your back which is a completely different vibe completely different vibe yep completely different vibe so yeah that's my film update um how how about you i know this episode is titled law in school um yeah so um i don't really have a law school update like i could say the most recent thing i did which was call uh the bursar's office and ask why um certain financial tuition things weren't showing up and then got told that uh the financial aid office uh fucked up over over the weekend and so all of my stress about that has vanished uh because turns out not my fault i wasn't missing anything wasn't doing anything wrong it just got fucked up Um, which is extremely human completely understandable that's my only update because right now not a lot's happening i don't have my books yet so i can't start doing my Next, my second semester homework that I need to have done before first day of classes, that sort of stuff. Um, and also, uh, this is this is a um, overdue semester long update of the previous first semester. And going forward, I will try and give lighter, shorter, briefer updates about law school. Um, do you have questions? Did, should I begin somewhere? I don't know where to start because I. <laughs> Well, okay, so I called this episode Law and School because of the famous show Law and Order. Um, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And so I want to know, because like we've jokingly talked about Suits, which is a show that I do really and genuinely enjoy. Um, but I just, I guess like, I guess like maybe for the, maybe for the listeners, um, why don't, why don't you do a little intro about like, like do like a quick like last week on Dragon Ball Z kind of update about um why you decided to go to law school and your first semester just to keep okay. a brief update about that and then that once there's that context yeah okay okay I can do this about the specifics of go law school and it's all right yeah okay Last time on Dane wanted to go to law school. First things first, uh, don't know enough about Suits to say anything about that in terms of its accuracy or whatnot. Truth is, Law and Order fucking lies to you, so don't believe anything in Law and Order, okay? Just please don't. It's a fucking lie. It's 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 cop propaganda. It's prosecutor cop propaganda. It's our kind of shitty criminal, air quotes, justice system propaganda. Don't trust Law and Order. What you can trust is Legally Blonde. I don't know about Legally Blonde 2, haven't seen it, but Legally Blonde the first, 
actually pretty fucking accurate. Way more accurate than you would think. Really? Anyways. Oh my god, yes. All of that shit about the LSAT, totally true. Um the stressors huh. and like all like yeah, legally blonde is surprisingly accurate. It's not perfect, but it's distinctly way more accurate than you would think it was. Um so putting that aside. Okay. Um the long and short of why I wanted to go to law school is there's a there's a sort of high-minded reason and there's a more just personal reason. Um, which I'll start with the personal reason, which is I need needed a career like straight up. I just did. Um, I realized I didn't want to try and make um, my creative endeavors, my career. Uh, I definitely want to get my writing published. I would love for my books to exist in bookstores and for me to say, please go buy them. Um, I would love to say that, but I never want to be in the position where I have to worry about whether or not um, dinner is going to be on the table based on that. Um, so I needed a career and I looked around for something challenging, something ever changing, something uh, that can have a, a purpose where you can help people and, and do all of those things. Um, and I actually was originally thinking about just seeing like, oh, maybe I could go do paralegal work and see if I like this. And then I realized I needed about two years of school to be a paralegal. You need three years of school to do a whole law degree. So I decided to take the bigger plunge and go for it. Um, I will say, um, so far it's worked out. I'll come back to that. Um, my higher minded idea is that, and this has only been reinforced the longer and more I get entrenched in the uh, actual understanding of the our legal system is the law is the people who practice it way more than it is the strict words on the page. I'm not saying that like the laws aren't real or that the laws don't exist or anything. Um, what I'm saying is that uh, the the our legal system protects and punishes and enforces and lets things slide depending on the judges and the lawyers who practice it. Mm. Um, it is a living thing that is extremely open to interpretation. And so I want to go try and be a better person, even if in my, who's practicing it, even if it's in my own small way. And that's not to necessarily say I, I intend on being a, like a, a public defender or um, a judge or a political actor in that sense. I don't really think that's my skill set. However, there's a really big difference between some, a prosecutor who is looking to punish and a prosecutor is looking for justice. There's a big difference between a family law um, lawyer who is looking to try and figure out what is best um, and really listening to their, their their clients, to the children involved, to those suffering literal abuse, and those who are focused on um, purely making a buck. Um, and so, and that's true in every aspect, you know, like how many skeezy ambulance chasing law lawyer commercials have you seen on TV? Right. For every person like that, there is a person out there who's genuinely trying to help people who have been harmed by drug companies, by auto manufacturers and all of this. And so 
there is real value to good people practicing the law. Being a lawyer does not have the best reputation. It just doesn't. Um, because lawyers can be conniving and kind of skeezy and money grubbing and be, you know, like anybody. And also the practice of law is often the practice of finding loopholes and the practice of um, interpreting things and playing devil's advocate and doing all this stuff. It, it teaches you to think in a way that can be frustrating. Yeah. And so the one thing I will say is you can do real good in these spaces. Um, reputation be damned. And the our legal system gets better with every good person who goes in with the intention of helping people and helping themselves not just because it's a very profitable um, uh, source of employment. And frankly, it's not that profitable. Mm. It can be, but right. it is not always. And so what I would say is that you, you really need to, you, you do need to really want to do it, but I would heartily recommend it as something to explore to everyone who I could ever reach through this podcast or anywhere. If you want to make a difference, it is an option and a more powerful one than you'd expect. Um, so that's, that's my high minded idea. The other part of me is also just straight up. Like I need to be challenged. I play dark souls for fun. Um, I need my job to challenge me. <laughs> and so here we are, and it is succeeding so far. You did um, the Souls Board of Careers. A little bit, a little bit. Um, and so I will say the semester went, by all all uh, indicators, it went great. I, I met amazing people. I learned so much. Um, I enjoyed my classes on the whole. There were some notable stinkers, we'll say. There were also some absolute shining rays of light. I have had the most amazing instructors I've ever had, and also some of the worst, which is interesting in its own way. Um, and, uh, you know, just the only metric I can actually like slap onto this beyond me saying, I had a night, I had, I don't know if a nice time. I had a very difficult, challenging time. I was not always happy, but I was very satisfied. Mm. Um, the only other thing is, GPA wise doing pretty good. Um, probably, probably going to get ranked, which we, we can talk about that. We're going to talk about that. Um, that's the, that's the thousand yard look at it is that I did well. I enjoyed it. I feel like I'm in the right, right place. I'm very anxious to do more, um, practical stuff. Um, I do not think my patience with, uh, academia and like the academic side of this is going to last as long as it did in my undergrad. I think I'm going to be itching to do the practical stuff more and more and more. Um, I, I, I have a vibe. I have a feeling in my heart of hearts that the third year of law school is going to be agonizing for me. Um, uh, just out of desire to just go get it done, you know? So um, that's that. Um, I will also preface the rest of this conversation with a couple of things, which is, one, I'm not dishing any tea about like people in my law school. Um, 
I, I think I said this before, but like to almost a hundred percent, everybody I met, I have the utmost respect for and just honestly kind of thrilled to be around these people. I don't fully, I don't agree with everything uh, that the people I've met have do and feel and think I don't, um, but I have a ton of respect for them. And my, and also I have a lot of love for the specific law school I am in wolf law cu law really quite fond of it is not a it is not a particularly toxic law school um there are some toxicities that i think have more to do with law school than with this school there are law school has a reputation for being particularly cutthroat and that is not the culture at all i have had nothing but support in and around and felt like i didn't i just could support my my fellow students without having to be um, worried that something was going to come back to bite me. And that's great. Um, that being said, there are some stuck structural feelings and there are some feelings I have about some structural issues <laughs> with, um, with law school. And I have all the tea on that. I have some serious complaints about the institutions some of like, and that, that goes for the, the legal system that goes for the law school system. Um, that goes for like testing that goes for grading stuff. Like I have complaints. Um, they're not complaints that would make me want to stop. Certainly. Um, I just, I, you know, I do, I do have complaints. Um, right. yeah, but yeah, yeah. Okay. I've, I've given a spiel and this is a conversation. Uh, believe it or not <laughs> <laughs> i mean i've i've always said that the best date and Derek episodes are the ones where you talk more uh <laughs> <laughs> disagree hard disagree but um just because I, I do find it really interesting because like you are such a creative guy coming into a very a lot like like law school on from my perspective feels like a very rigid uh, system and so it's interesting to kind of hear you solve these things in like a creative souls born kind of way of just kind of um thinking around it thinking through it pushing through it pushing around it um and i think like i mean like you know you kind of talked a bit about this uh with our episode with clara just in terms of like the different types of law and like the different things and structures of law school. And I think mm -hmm. like whenever we've talked about institutions like colleges, it's always interesting because I think there's always, a, it's always a real mixed bag. I mean, like we are definitely not the generation of folks that were like, yes, college is the only way to succeed. We are definitely the generation of folks who are like, there's issues with how college is structured and how the academic system in the, at least, you know, specifically the United States is structured and, we'd like to voice those grievances with our suggestion box. Right. And absolutely, so I think, absolutely. Yeah. So I think it's, it's uh, it's definitely interesting because, you know, law school is one of those things like outside of suits and outside of Nick Miller on new girl. I don't really consume a lot of law oriented media. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and, yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I will say this about the creativity aspect. Um, law actually requires a significant amount of creativity. Mm. Um, I find, 
and a surprising amount of like actual people skills um okay. because the basic structure is going to looks like this is that you as a lawyer someone will come to you uh, be that a an individual uh, someone accused of a crimes a corporation and they will have a problem and they will have a story about that problem and you need to turn that story into you need to translate that into basically legal speak and find uh the best analogies and like solutions in which to advocate upon their behalf that their problem should be resolved one way or another um and so that requires a lot of ingenuity research critical thinking all of that it is not um it is not creative in an artistic sense certainly not um and frankly i don't need it to be i don't really want it to be um and so like that that isn't really a problem for me um there are i i have met um some folks who uh coming from different backgrounds who are you know exploring kind of almost like the most creative stuff they've ever done <laughs> you know um because okay. they're they're problem solving they're just being presented with problems and then being asked here are some tools solve it please um you know and so they feel like so i've i've heard some people talk about how like they're facing the blank page problem for the first time ever, you know, <laughs> and that's super cool. So it's, it's an interesting um, field of, of learning and profession in general. And I would describe it as an extremely liberal arts style. Um, you need to be able to like learn a bunch about something. And, you know, like if, like, for example, I had a, an instructor who, I believe at one point uh, she had to learn a, an incredible amount about um, drilling and like geology for a case mm. because she needed to understand it. Um, gotcha. And so like, it, it's, it's super interesting what, what can come up. Also the, the broad areas of law of, the, of focus are wildly different from one another. Um, an environmental law person and a, patent law person very different um mm. very very different and probably have more in common in the case of patent lawyers with engineers and with um uh environmental scientists in term and and advocates in the environmental side than with each other in some ways um gotcha. not in all ways there's some like underlying unification there but for sure but like there's there's a lot of uh separation the venn diagram can get very far apart i will say um and that's that's fascinating um in terms of criticism i find that the legal system suffers not suffers a little bit extra from the from this this problem i'm about to like this issue this flaw that i'm about to bring up than average which is flaws of tradition and we do it this way because that's how we've always done it uh, um law especially in our country is built upon precedent the idea being that um a judge if if a case came out one way if the facts are similar enough the case should then come out the same way because it did before um so because that's the basic structure of our legal system I find that the argument of this is how we've done it 
carries a lot of weight in the legal community about things that are not law. Um, why do we grade this way? Because that's how we do it. Why are things typically taught this way? Because that's how we do it, without a doubt. Um, so it, it, it falls prey to um, being very slow to change and having a lot of true flaws. Um, there's a reason why critical race theory, which was a boogeyman for kind of the last couple of years, um, is actually a legal theory. Um, the Our legal system and law school both need a lot of attention in terms of being brought forward. There, It is... The legal system and, and law school are both, they're sexist, they're racist, they're homophobic. Mm-hmm. You, you want to throw anything at it? It is. And like, and I mean that in the most structural sense. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not really going after individuals in this case, though it's in there. It's super in there. I have professors who have told us about instances in which a judge would not let these professors, which is, is, is to say extremely well-versed and good lawyers, um, advocate um, before them unless they were wearing skirts because they were women. Mm. And those judges are still practicing. Mm. So, yeah, it's still individual, too. It's there. It's bad. It needs work. That's the that's like the highest level stuff, right? Like. Right. And and it needs tons of attention because the legal system is a powerful system. Um, and that gets to, I'll probably have to talk about this in, in greater length another time because this is a, a huge topic, which is the legal system, the laws enacted, the way we do things is structured to set up to protect certain things, punish certain things, and help certain types of people and institutions and not mm. others. Um. I, and this is, this is so baked into the system. You have like, it goes right into the classes you take as a first year law student. I think I brought this up when we were talking with Clara, but it basically comes down to the majority of your classes you take are mostly about protecting, understanding the system. And then about like a third are about understanding the system. About a third are about protecting moneyed interests. Um, and then a little bit about individual damages and then a a little bit about, um, crimes and punishment. Mm -hmm. That's pretty lopsided. Yeah. And it speaks to what the legal system is intending to do. Right. And if we want a legal system that is actually a justice system, you it needs to be practiced differently and different things need to be valued and some baseline things need to be changed and it's not impossible it takes it's going to take a lot of work there are some promising signs there are some also really troubling signs looking at you supreme court um it's it's just it just is the thing it is which is a, a mess um, mm-hmm. a mess of bad intentions and good intentions and people doing their best and trying and people 
who are really out for themselves and out for some really terrible agendas. Um, and there's not really a, a better way to say it. And it's really complicated. It's not morally simple. It's, it's very demoralizing at times. Yeah. And it is also enlightening and um, hopeful. Uh, at the end of orientation um, for first semester, a gentleman came to speak with us who had been on death row um, wrongfully. Um, and he said that bad lawyers got him into that and good lawyers got him out. Mm. and i can't think of a more accurate way of putting it and that's honestly why what i said earlier about it is the people who practice that make the system the what it is truly um because it's only words on the page until there are people acting on it and I know this is a very silly comparison to some way more serious topics, but it might connect better with our audience. And honestly, you is working in the law is a lot like being a dungeon master in D and D mm -hmm. um, you're asked to make interpretations, advocate for rulings and the like, and The rules say something on the page, but they can be read different ways. And the way they are read determines the sort of game everybody has. Mm. Um, on some level, the law are the game rules of our country, of our states, of our communities. Um, and they govern us and we can change them. and the people working in the law are the, the interpreters of those rules. Um, so that's, that's kind of, I don't know if I've stood up on a soapbox exactly, but that's that. Um, I'm sure I'll have more to say about it here and there. Cause, Oh my God, there's some real shit out there. Um, like jury selection. Holy crap. Yeah. Horrifying. Um, what jury selection is really like, um, setting that aside, uh, in terms of just law school as like a, criticism um there are some there are there are some expectations that are somewhat un unfair and not really good teaching tools um <laughs> there's the, the socratic method which is like the famous law school way of teaching where you just get called on out of the blue and are expected to like know all the facts of the case read before class. Mm -hmm. It can be a really amazing teaching tool. Um, I had a professor who was unbelievably good with it. Uh, he was fantastic. Um, a lot of my prof other professors, not so good with it. Um, and it was just kind of torture and really not a good teaching tool. Not a lot was learned. Um, and so like, but that being the baseline and the expectation such that other professors have to fight against it, um, as opposed to just being free to teach how they'd like, I think is really negative. Um, the grading system is ridiculous. Uh, you, you, it, 
there are literally a limited number of grades that everybody can earn basically because of the weird curving system that they have makes oh. it pretty hard to fail out. But on the same and it catches people when like the class is really bad and the highest highest anyone scores a 50% on the final, you know, like there's that, but at the same oh. time, not everybody can succeed. The grading system is about ranking us, not about um, actually uh, displaying your mastery of the knowledge to anybody else. Um, it's about putting us in a little ranking system such that employers can look at it. Um, I see. I think that's a really bad learning thing. Huh. I don't like grades to begin with, and this is maybe the worst grading I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, um, so your GPA <laughs> does matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like in, and, a, in, and, in a way. Yeah, it does. And, and so like there's, there's that sort of stuff going on and the workload is intense. And to at least CU Law's credit, um, there is a lot of talk about taking care of yourself and remembering that there's more to life than law school. Um, the amount of work asked of you uh, does not back that up at all, such that they it, it feels extremely hollow, especially in retrospect, where they're like, don't forget to take care of yourself. And you're like, yeah, and you, you're asking me to read like almost 100 pages by tomorrow. <sighs> like, what do you want? Like, you can't, like, it's very unfair and it, it, it truly does not expect you to have anything else going on but it. And right. it is, it is its own little world and its own little community. And it's, you can get super wrapped up in it, which I think is like, there's not enough connection with the outside world. Um, you know, like all of that is really rough and we are running out of time. So I'm going to start wrapping it up here. Um, which is to say that there are a lot of problems with it because it's an old institution. I see. Right. It, all the law school and the legal system are both old and entrenched in a country that is old and entrenched. Well, not that old, but like entrenched with some problems. Right. Right. You know, um, and so you are and, and our legal system is based off of the British legal system. So we also get their problems. <laughs> so like. It is extremely flawed and morally hazardous. And yet I find myself continuing to be drawn to it. And I find myself interested and hopeful that I will be able to help people. Um, mm. Because on the other side, there is the potential to be working in a community where people come to you when they are having some of their worst days. And you can help them have it make it better. Um, one thing that happened to me over this this uh, semester was I learned not a lot, but a bit about family law. And more than once, I had the thought of, I wonder what it would have been like for me and my family had there been a more neutral advocate in our existence. And I wonder about that. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't have been better. Maybe it would have been worse. I, I don't know. But I, I do know that there are situations where that person can make a huge difference. Yeah. And that is really worth thinking about. And 
Um, at the same time, I found myself excited and proud to be, you know, doing this work alongside fantastic people and laughing and learning and, you know, like it sounds super cheesy, but like making memories with people. And like, it, it, this is another, this is a structural thing I actually think is kind of good in law schools. They, they put you in little cohorts. They basically put you in little Hogwarts houses. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, and so you like go around with a bunch of people and you get really close to them. And that's been great. I've really liked that. And, and so like, I, I've mostly aired all of like the crap because that kind of needs to be set up front. Mm -hmm. But, um, this is the most content I've been with life, uh, since getting out of undergrad for sure. Um, that's really wonderful to hear, man. Yeah. I will say real hard. Um, but there's been a difference. I was talking with Gracie is that like when I was at my old job, which was literally soul crushing, I would routinely come home from work in tears. Um, heartbroken. I am doing something much harder. It takes way more time and energy. And I've come home grumpy. I've come home exhausted, but I have not once come home in tears. Mm. And that's a huge difference. Yeah. Huge difference. Um, yeah, that's, that's that. Um, that is that. I, I, I don't know what else to say beyond like, I have a couple hopes, which is I'm hoping this semester I can balance a little better, get a little more writing in there, a little more exercise, a little more other people. Now that I have a better understanding <laughs> of yeah. what I'm doing, I'm mm -hmm. taking fewer classes this semester. So hopefully there's that. I, looking forward to applying for my first jobs. Like there's good things on the horizon here and I'll definitely be talking about it in my little updates as we go forward for sure. Yeah. I'm excited to see where you go, man. I think, I think like, you know that you've found something good when you love the good days just as much as you love the bad days, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or at least when the bad days aren't, um, they don't make me think about like, well, I could go do something else. It's exactly. definitely more of a like, yeah, I, I, this is hard. This is a, this is a bad day, but I am here and I'm in it and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's really wonderful, man. Thanks. Yeah. I am proud of you. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Yeah. It was a long road to get here. <laughs> it's a long Sometimes road. That's what it takes, man. Yeah. It, you know, it life totally is funny is. like that. Yeah. Also, I guess minor piece of advice for anybody even considering this path. Um, you need 18 months lead up basically to go to like, if you're thinking about going to law school, you got to think about the semester that is about a year and a half ahead. Honestly, hmm. it's ridiculous, but that's the idea. Like, cause you have to take the test. You have to, it takes a long time to study for the test. You might need to take the test again applying takes forever you have to pick it's a huge process huh yeah how many times did you take the test only once i got a pretty nice. good score on my first time also though the other side thing uh the lsat doesn't mean shit 
Um, it does not uh, indicate whether you will be a good lawyer. It does not indicate anything about how smart you are. It only indicates how hard and de- how to what de- level of dedication and effort you put into your studying. That's all. All it means. Anybody can take that test. Hmm. Um, yeah, seriously, Derek. If I gave you the LSAT and gave you all the time in the world to do it, you'd get a hundred percent. Anybody could. Okay. It's all a matter of it's. It's only a matter of. Um, doing it under pressure and studying such that you can do it under pressure. Hmm. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Well, with that, I think we can call it for this week. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, we're going to talk about something more fun next week or oh yeah, next, next week since we're doing every other now. <laughs> yep, yep. Next time. Next there we go. Um, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're doing the, the the every two weeks, but so I guess the next time it'll be a February episode if this airs when I think it'll air. Um, <laughs> Fingers um, crossed. Yeah, <laughs> but with that, uh, you can follow the show uh, everywhere at Dane and Derek, and you can see what I, Derek, am doing on my Vimeo account, uh, vimeo.com slash Derek Aiello. Uh, and you can find me at danewrites.com. Um, there's a link out to my Substack where you can see uh, writing I've done. Hopefully it will have something newish uh, in the near future, if not already, since I'm sort of talking to you from the past. There's also links out to some other social media and other work I've done in the past. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I hope you all have a wonderful morning, evening, day, night midnight i don't know when you're listening to this um you know and also hello to derek out there editing yep (laughs) i appreciate that Um, all right thanks for hanging with us not far from land Oh.